We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, Chiefs Kingdom? Orlando Brown is reportedly headed to training camp. The pads came on for the first time, which means we are one step closer to real football coming back into all of our lives. Now, Jody Fortson is out with an injury, and Patrick Mahomes, well, he had his foot stepped on and had Chiefs Kingdom a little nervous there for a while if you were following along on Twitter, but he seems to be okay, so let's talk about it. I'm BJ Kissel, and this is KCSN Update, where we give you everything you need to know about what went down in Chiefs Kingdom today. It's Monday, August 1st. You are listening to KC Sports Network, the number one podcast network for today's Kansas City sports fans. With former players from your favorite teams, informed perspectives, and former insiders, this is the place for you. You can find us wherever you listen to podcasts or on our YouTube channel, all over social media, or our morning newsletter, KCSN Daily, dedicated to your Kansas City Chiefs. KC Sports Network is proudly presented by Emprise Bank, your partner in Possible. All right, to reiterate, Patrick Mahomes is fine. Sorry for making you wait on that, but he got back in there after just missing a couple plays. Coach Reed said after practice, get his foot stepped on by offensive lineman. But before we show off today's highlights with some news and notes mixed in there as well, make sure to hit that like and subscribe button and let us know in the comment section how you think the AFC West division will finish up. Now, we know the Chiefs are going to win. We know that they're going to finish in first. They've done it for six straight years, and they are the favorite. But who's coming in second? Is it Justin Herbert and the Chargers, Russell Wilson and the Broncos? And we know it's not the Raiders. But now, a quick word from our partner, DraftKings. Football fans, DraftKings changed the fantasy game forever in 2012. And now they're doing it again. With Rainmakers Football, their first ever NFT fantasy game. A new shot to win millions in prizes and the only NFT fantasy game licensed by the NFLPA. Now, playing Rainmakers Football is simple. Buy, sell, bid, and win player cards of the biggest names in the game through regular drops and auctions. Each week, craft your lineups of athletes from your NFT collection and rack up points for touchdowns, receptions, and more, just like you would in daily fantasy football. The next generation of fantasy sports is almost here. Download the DraftKings Daily Fantasy app now and sign up with promo code KCSN. Click the Rainmakers tile and opt in so you can be ready for the next drop. Play free for millions in prizes all football season long and build the ultimate NFT fantasy franchise with Rainmakers football. That's promo code KCSN only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com 
for details. All right, let's move on to our top story of the day. And that's the fact that according to multiple reports out there, Orlando Brown Jr. will report to Chiefs camp sometime later today or tomorrow. That's what multiple reports are telling us. Although Andy Reid said after practice that he'll let everyone know, quote, when the fish is in the boat. It's a big fish. You'll need a big boat. Now, Brown won't be on the field until he passes his physical, which includes a conditioning test. But the fact that the reports are out there that he said it headed to St. Joe on the first day they put the pads on is a fantastic sign for the Chiefs and their standout left tackle who weren't able to reach that long term agreement before the July 15th deadline for franchise tag players. But this gives Orlando Brown Jr. plenty of time to be ready for that Chiefs week one matchup against the Arizona Cardinals, which is just 42 days away. I'm not sure anyone expected Brown to report quite this early. I personally thought it would be once they broke camp and went back to the training facility, which is around August 18th, because we've seen it with guys in the past who have missed some, if not all, of training camp. And this is a huge year for Brown individually, obviously playing on the franchise tag, but it's also a huge year for the Chiefs with a lot of new faces in key areas. It's a team with Super Bowl aspirations. We saw what the rest of the AFC West division did this offseason, loading up to try and take down the defending champs for the past six years in the division. Now, getting Brown back is huge. If you're surprised Brown is back this early, pound that like and subscribe button. If you're not surprised, pound that like and subscribe button anyway and tell us in the comments why you're not surprised and you're smarter than the rest of us. Now, besides Brown showing up, the next best thing about today was the fact that the guys were in pads for the first time at training camp. Now, years ago, I'll never forget asking Derek Johnson on the day they first put on the pads if he was excited to get the pads on. I mean, this guy was a linebacker, all-time leading tackler for the Chiefs. If he was excited to get the pads on and hit some people, because after all, it's what they do. His response, no, it hurts, man. It's necessary, but I'm not going to say that it's fun. I will never forget DJ's face when he just straight up told me, no, I don't like putting the pads on, despite the fact that I play linebacker and I'm one of the best to ever do it in a Chiefs uniform. But one player who was probably excited the pads came on today was the same guy who wrote Death Row on his arm in college on game days. Yep, that's rookie linebacker Leo Chanel. Every chance he's gotten to talk to the media, he's affirmed his love for violence and contact on the football field. So this would be a Christmas morning of sorts for Leo Chanel. Now let's talk about and watch some of the top plays from Monday out at Chiefs training camp. If you're not following us at KC Sports Network on Twitter, I would highly suggest doing that. So let's start with that rookie that we just talked about. Here's Leo Chanel getting into the backfield during a thud drill, which means they hit and it's live, but nobody's going down to the ground. They do this a lot during training camp with pads. Now, this play was not going anywhere. It's also worth noting here that Colin Saunders did a great job getting up and under the offensive lineman's pads and disrupting the lane for the running back who was also trying to avoid the Daniel Bateman coming through. Now, that's a replacements reference. If you don't understand it, drop a gif in the comments. If you didn't understand it, read the comments and you'll figure it out. Now, generally, there are only two or three times during the entire training camp for Coach Reed that these guys will go to the ground. So most of them are going to be these thud drills. But if you happen to be up there and you see the guys going live to the ground, live it up, enjoy it, because it is pretty rare. Now, they want the physicality, but they don't need anyone being rolled up on and getting a stupid injury that was not necessary. Now, on this next play, check out the shark, Frank Clark. That's the new and improved slim down Frank Clark slice his way into the backfield for what would have been a tackle for loss. Now, a lot has been said and written about Frank Clark over the last several days since his media appearance, where he spoke about a very open conversation that he had with Andy Reid last February. 
Now he's talking about giving up alcohol, eating better and taking better care of his body. Now, if you don't know Frank's story, I'd invite you to do a little research on the man. But this is a big year for him, and he's a big part of what this Chiefs defense is going to look like in 2022. Now, moving along, here's another play from Frank Clark showing some awareness to get in the throwing lane and break up the pass from Patrick Mahomes that was intended across the middle of the field. Now, one of the best parts of training camp once the pads come on are the OLDL one-on-one drills. That's where you could usually have found Mitch Holtis and myself back in the day when I was there every day. Now, a lot of eyes are on Chiefs first round pick George Karloftis, who is a max effort physical standout player during his college career. And that's what we talked about him coming out of the draft. There's a lot of second and third effort plays where he's picking up those sacks. And you can see the violence in his upper body during this particular rep against backup offensive tackle Roderick Johnson, who could not get his hands in the right place as Karloftis seemingly drove him back into where the quarterback would be. Last year, Joe Thune was considered the best pass-blocking left guard in the entire NFL. And on this rep against defensive lineman Tershawn Wharton, you can see exactly why. He's balanced with his lower body and his hands are locked inside and he's controlling the defender. It's beautiful. Here's the same drill in a rep with Trey Smith and Chris Jones, two powerful dudes getting after it. If you've ever wondered how strong Trey Smith is, just randomly thinking about that, this rep will give you a very good idea at just how strong Trey Smith is. All right, everybody, you want to see something that's very difficult but looks very easy? Check out the throw and catch from Patrick Mahomes to Juju Smith-Schuster right here. And this is becoming a daily thing that we are seeing up at Chiefs training camp. And it's probably one of the top storylines through the first week, if we're all being honest. But this is a back shoulder throw that takes an incredible amount of trust and timing between the receiver and quarterback. It's a lot more difficult than it looks. So when both of these players, we've heard from Patrick Mahomes and we've heard from Juju, we've even, we've even heard Coach Reed talk about the importance of those two guys training together in the offseason and getting their timing down. And it's because in four plays just like this, which are nearly impossible to cover defensively and result in gains of 15 to 20 yards pretty easily. All right, here's a good look at a one-on-one rep between Sky Moore and Legereus Sneed, who have been matched up against each other quite a bit up in St. Joe. While Sneed was in off coverage and the catch wasn't contested, this video does show how sharp and crisp Moore is in and out of his cuts, which is what leads to the separation in this league that makes the difference for receivers. And it's the reason that the people that have been watching him are so bullish on what he might be able to do this season in this Chiefs offense. And speaking of good cuts, check out this rep from McCole Hardman, who created nearly three yards of separation on one cut on this rep against rookie cornerback Josh Williams. Now, here's a great rep for both sides of the ball, the offense and the defense, as Marquez Valdez-Scantling and rookie Trent McDuffie, Chiefs first round pick, go one-on-one. And this pass ended up being completed across the middle of the field, but McDuffie made him earn every bit of it, plastering him all over the field and not giving space even as MVS extended his stem outside the seam to try and create that separation. It was a great route. It was great defense. There's not a lot you can do, and there's a lot to love about that play on both sides of the ball. And finally, here's a look at Chad Henney with a nice touch pass to receiver Justin Watson, who according to multiple reports had a good day on Monday, which undoubtedly included this sliding catch for a nice game. Now Watson is a guy to keep an eye on for one of those last receiver spots on the Chiefs 53 man roster. He spent the first four years of his career in the league with the Bucks, appearing in 40 games and hauling in 23 catches for 258 yards and a couple of touchdowns. All right, up next, let's put a little spotlight on the Chiefs running backs room. Now, this is a group to watch throughout the preseason. If you've been paying attention, people have been talking about this and they will continue to talk about this group. Over the past few years, the Chiefs have generally kept three running backs on the roster 
with a fullback as well. Michael Burton is going to be the Chiefs fullback. Now, right now, the Chiefs have six running backs on the roster. That's Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Ronald Jones, Jarek McKinnon, Derek Gore, Isaiah Pacheco, and Teon Fleet-Davis. Which three do you think won't make the team? Or are they going to keep four this year? They've done it before years ago, and they kept Tremont Smith, although he wasn't on the team for much longer as he was soon traded. Now, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is entering his third season with the Chiefs after being selected with the number 32 overall pick in 2020 out of LSU. Now, he had 119 carries for 517 yards and four touchdowns last season. He did miss some time with the knee injury last year, so there's no doubt this is a huge year for Clyde. A lot of people have been talking and writing about that. Now, it's important to note that he has been getting a majority of the first first team reps among this running backs group, even though, according to multiple reports, there's a lot of uh, mixing it up with who's getting the reps. Now, the other one, 25-year-old Ronald Jones was signed this offseason as a free agent after spending the past four years with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, just like Justin Watson. And 55 games played with 25 starts in his career, Jones is averaging 686 yards from scrimmage and five touchdowns in each of his four seasons. Now, moving along to Jarek McKinnon, the ninth-year pro may have only had 25 touches for 169 yards and a touchdown in the regular season last year for the Chiefs, but most Chiefs fans will remember the spark he provided in the playoffs for the Chiefs offense racking up 315 yards on 48 touches in three playoff appearances. Pushing those three is Derek Gore, who is entering his third year with the Chiefs after being signed and released six different times already in his career, spending time with the Chargers, Commanders, and Chiefs. Now, the 27-year-old Gore, who's actually two years older than Ronald Jones, despite not being as well-known, had 51 carries for 256 yards and two touchdowns last season showing some juice with the ball in his hands, averaging more than five yards per carry. Isaiah Pacheco is the lightning quick rookie seventh round pick for the Chiefs, and he'll be a fun player to watch in the preseason. He'll probably get a lot of opportunities, and it'll be a decision on whether or not they try and keep him on the 53-man roster, maybe keeping four running backs this year because of Pacheco, or if they try to stash him on their practice squad, outright release him, which would be a little surprising for a player they drafted to be given up on just a few months later after using a resource like a draft pick on him. You just don't see rookies that were drafted being released after training camp all that often. Now, unless he does something crazy in the preseason, Tayon Fleet Davis would be fighting for a spot either with another team or on the Chiefs practice squad. This is a deep group that's already likely to have one of these guys playing on another NFL team this year. Again, whether that's Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Ronald Jones or Jarek McKinnon. You can see all of those guys getting reps and getting on the field for an NFL team. Now let us know in the comments, how you think the chiefs running back room will end up shaping up. My best guess is it's Clyde Edwards, Elaire, Jarek McKinnon and Ronald Jones with Gore on the practice squad and Pacheco ends up on IR with some sort of injury uh, in the preseason. He's going to get a lot of work may get banged up and end up on IR. So the chiefs can keep him in their room without having a chance to lose. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. 
Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Now, finally, let's check in with what stood out during today's press conferences where Andy Reid told reporters that tight end Jody Fortson has a quad strain and should be back soon. But here's what else Andy Reid had to say to the media today in St. John. All right. Um, as far as injuries go, Jody Fortson is the only one that we didn't have time to update, John. He's got a quad strain. Doesn't look too bad at all. I mean, he's, he's uh, swinging right back into it and I think it'll be a few days and get him back out there. Other than that... Um, it's the same guys that you that I mentioned before. So everybody practiced today. Uh, had a good day. First day in pads, warm, a uh, little shorter practice by league rules. And um, and so uh, part of the ramp-up period now for pads, same type of thing that we had when the guys first came in without the pads. So, uh, But they worked their tail off, and I thought it was good competition between both sides. Yeah, well, it was warm, and um, it's tough. I mean, you know, you're adding another layer on. Plus, uh, you know, the crown that they have to wear, which isn't real cool. And uh, so you add that with the with the heat and the elements. It's you know you got to push your th- push yourself through. And we're smart with the water. We give the guys water breaks, you know, in the long drive period, so they they can get keep the liquids in. Yeah. So we ramp up to a higher number um, and give them a little bit more uh, either every day or every other day. Um, but they. They don't. I'm not going to tell you they appreciate it when they're doing it, but they know down the road it'll help them. And you've heard comments from guys about that when we've gotten into games and you've had a 12 play drive and you got to push through it. Um, you know, this gives them gives them a foundation that they go. You know what? I've been there. I can, I can do this. So. Also joining Reed on the podium was the greatest tight end in NFL history, Travis Kelsey, who shared his affinity for Kansas City and the fact that he wants to spend his entire career in a Chiefs uniform. And uh, everybody in this building loves Big O. And um, hopefully we get him here and get him acclimated as soon as possible. We know we uh, it's definitely been a little bit different of a, of a just locker room. You know, it's such a, such a big dude, such a big personality, man. Um, brings a lot of life to the group. So we'll be happy to have him back. Pads on, sun was out. It was, uh, it was a dog day, man, but we got through it. Um, we got a lot of work in. And we've got a lot of things to learn from. And that's, uh, that's every day in training camp. Once you set the tempo of how we work here, um, Coach Reed's done it through OTAs. And we've had a lot of guys, especially the newer faces here in OTAs and uh, throughout uh, training camp, everybody's just kind of hit the ground running. And right now we're just uh, we're finding ways to keep getting better every day. I, uh, I love what I'm seeing, man. I love what I'm seeing because they're all working their tail off. Um, and we're having success with, with getting uh, in sync with the quarterbacks. Um, and it's not just the, the, the new faces like Quez and... And Juju, it's everybody uh, in the in the second and third groups that are that are coming along, and um, same in the tight end room. You just see guys keep elevating their game, and it's just been fun to watch. I can help relay it to them. Uh, same thing with this offense and me being here for my tenth year with Coach Reed. You know, there's certain things that that just stand true in this offense, and obviously it's grown since one five has been here. But um, I think it's a little bit more friendly of an offense than than a lot of guys have been in. And with that being said, you know, there's a, that means we need to get those reps so guys can kind of, I don't want to say bend the rules, but feel the, the nuances of what this offense can bring to their game. It's not as much paper lines and there's not as much, you know, 
rules. It's more of a discussion. Coach Reed's, you know, done a great job of listening to players as well as, you know, you know, he's got 51%, so he knows how this thing, you know, works best. And uh, so keeping a, a good, you know, control over that and being able to give us as many routes from everywhere on the field. Uh, I mean, that's just an advantage. A lot of guys don't get the opportunity to be inside, outside, in the backfield and other offenses, and that's what you 100%. get here. 100%. And he's getting better. Uh, you know, as, as he grows and gets his body back uh, into, into, you know, the endurance that you need as a football player, as, as we all do, you know, he, uh, he just tweaked something uh, the other day, I believe, and uh, he'll be back out there working his tail off, uh, as, as we know Jody does. And um, mentally, just being more familiar with this offense, how to run certain routes versus certain defenses, you know, that's the biggest thing, getting all the reps that you can so that you feel comfortable that's doing it. It's a blast, man. I don't see myself uh, going anywhere else, man. He, uh, he makes the game fun. He makes the game easy on a, on a lot of us. Um, and on top of that, we know he's, he's, he's given it his all. You know, I, I joke about it all the time. I never see his car move from the, the parking lot up at Arrowhead, but um, definitely not here, man. He's, uh, he's doing everything he can to set us up for success, and I'm just uh, very appreciative of that. It's just a brotherhood, you know? Clyde's been nothing but great people to anybody that he's ever talked to, you know? He's one of those guys that just gives off good energy, and, uh, and he wants to work, and he wants to be great. And who doesn't want that as their teammate right there, man? And I, um, you know, everybody's going through stuff on the field, off the field. And uh, we've worked on a lot of uh, mental health stuff here in the building. And, you know, I've tried to get back to the University of Cincinnati and even talk more about this uh, back home where I'm from. You know, it's, uh, it's a big thing for, for men to be able to talk and, you know, speak their feelings, to, especially to the ones next to them and, you know, be vulnerable in those moments. But um, that's what being a brother is. That's what mentorship is. That's what, uh, you know, being a good teammate is in my book. I'll tell you what, they're both stone cold, man. That dude, uh, Creed, is a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a war dog, man. And um, doesn't matter what the situation is, you know you're going to get him standing in the front holding his ground. And uh, that's, the type of, that's the type of leader you want up front, man. Guy that isn't scared of a damn thing and can go and, uh, and, and bang with the best of them. And sure enough, uh, Creed's done an awesome job just in his first year, and I can't wait to see what he does this the year. The reason why I love being here, man. Um, I've done everything I can to, to do things the right way, both on the field and in the community, and I'm going to continue to do that. They know that, and uh, they know what type of player they're going to get, what type of leader they're going to get in this building. Uh, and also in the community. And I think that, um, you know, I don't know, I'm just uh, extremely appreciative of it that they would even uh, think about it or, or uh, try and put something together. And I just, um, you know, just another reason why I go out here and play my tail off for this city and this organization. I don't plan on playing anywhere else, brother. Hope the, uh, hope the Chiefs have that in mind, too. I feel like uh, I always look forward to the first day here because it just starts the new journey. Um, pads are a part of that. It's not really, you know, a groundbreaking day for me. I've already been working my tail off, playing physical and things like that. You just throw the pads on to get a little bit more into the run game and, and things like that. So it's just, uh, for me, it's just another step in the process. Um, I'm excited to be out here because I can focus on nothing but football. Don't got to worry about anything else going on in the world. And former Blue Springs and K-State standout Elijah Lee also took to the podium on Monday. Here's what Lee had to say. You know, growing up from the stadium, I went to high school at Blue Springs, so I was 15 miles east of the stadium. And just riding by, you wish and hope to be in this position. And now that I'm in it, I'm thankful. You know, it's a blessing, and I got to take advantage of the opportunity. Uh, you know, Jamal Charles, you know, he, he was a home run hitter. You know, that's somebody you're excited to watch the games. Uh, but being a defensive guy, Derek Johnson. And he went to Texas, played in the Big 12. I played in the Big 12. So, you know, watching the backer like that and all the amazing things he did, that was kind of crazy. And then watching Tom Bailey and Justin Houston coming off the edge, you know, uh, that was a special defense. Uh, you know, as a vet, you take advantage of every opportunity. Um, you know, 
there's no excuses whenever you're a vet. And, you know, that's kind of what you harp on to the younger guys. Like, it's time to catch up. Like, it doesn't matter what year you are. They're bringing, if they draft you, they're bringing you into play, even undrafted, uh, bringing you through free agency. You just got to take advantage of it, put um, extra hours in and ask questions. Like, for me, I ask a lot of questions. And it's not that I don't know. It's just reassurance that I know. Uh, you know, you relish it. Um, not, I don't know how this thing's going to shake out. I'm just going to put my best foot forward. And at the same time, some people say I've just always been best special teams. But at the same time, uh, early on in my career, I was relied on to play early. So I know what it takes to uh, be in that position to take advantage of the role, however it shakes out. You know, Wherever I can help, I'm going to put my best foot forward. Um, you know, growing through this process, you hope that you could play for the home team. But at the end of the day, I'm just thankful for a job. And I'm thankful to keep prolonging my career and keep stacking years. You know, that's what it's all about. Um, some people joke around, it's a not for long league. And, you know, to stay around this long, it's a blessing. You know, that's an advantage for me. Uh, coach Schneider, uh, great coach, Hall of Fame coach. You take advantage of every opportunity. doesn't matter if you're starting, special teams, however you do it. You put your best foot forward. And I'm a strong believer your work on special teams puts you in position to play on defense or offense. Uh, for me, mental health is big. You know, as a child, uh, not too many people know, I went to 15 different schools. So your mental health can be all over the place. Uh, you know, as a kid, you're always asking why and trying to understand. But once you grow up and learn the right nutrition, the right mental health can take you further. Uh, you know, but those free lunches at school aren't always the best. So now you're going through a whole day kind of groggy as a kid. But whenever you eat the right things, have the right mental health, stay positive. Uh, I could do this uh, and not take a no for an answer. You know, that could put you the sky's the limit. Um, run around, fly around. Uh, we call it an attitude defense. So we're going to bring our attitude. That's our playing style. We take advantage of every opportunity. We're coming to work hard. There's no individuals. We work as a unit. That's it for today's KCSN update. Appreciate you for watching and listening. Please don't forget to like and subscribe and please leave a comment or a review. We're barely a year into KC Sports Network in this new venture. And our goal has always been to create quality content for Chiefs fans on platforms that are growing in today's media world. So we appreciate your support and trying something new and different in this space to go along with all of the other great places you can find Chiefs news and updates. Until next time, everyone, please be kind to one another. Spin your passion into a business of Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records.